Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the emergency edition of the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and we've got a plethora of assholes on here to uh, talk to you about this trade. First, let's go to BRM. How you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic, Coop. Thanks for having me on. How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, just hanging in there. I am ready for some left-handed starting pitching that isn't Cody Reed. Not that I don't love Cody. Shout out, Cody. I'm excited to have Alex Wood. All right. And we got Emily. Emily. Hello, everybody. That's great. Um, we also got Branch. Branch, how are things? I am still tingly all over from this trade. My nips are hard. <laughs> Speaking of things that are always hard, Kev, how are you? Doing great. It's Puig time. It's Puig time. All right, let's jump right into the hot fucking stove. The Reds today made just a, a massive deal. Sending Homer Bailey... And uh, Josiah Gray and Jeter Downs to the Dodgers for Matt Kemp, Yasiel Puig, um, Alex Wood, and then that farmer guy, who's probably not going to make the team, and $7 million. Miller was a farmer, and that turned out pretty well. So. Hey, there was, yeah, a guy at, there was a farmer guy at Fantasy. Him Roy Hobbs was Roy Hobbs was a fucking farmer. <laughs> so yeah, that farmer guy. So Kyle farmer. He's a third baseman slash backup catcher, so maybe he's getting ready to. Yeah, he's not going to make another trade. So was Connor Joe Joe Connor Connors Joe Joe Connors whatever everybody called. Yeah, yeah guess what? He's so not going to make the team either. So let's talk about the Reds' return first. Yasiel Puig, uh, career OPS plus of 127. Everybody knows Puig, the bat flips. Only 27. I think he'll be 28 on opening day. Um, but in Great American Ballpark, you can imagine he's probably going to hit a shit ton of home runs. Matt Kemp had a pretty good year last year. He had an OPS plus of 121 last year. Hit 21 if, I, if I recall right, they both had good series in Cincinnati. Yeah. And Matt Kemp hit a lot of home runs in Cincinnati over his career. Yeah, he's going to love it here. If he even uh, sets foot on our field as a red. I'm not going to lie, Coop, I don't want to cut you off. I could totally see them Matt Kemp, like doing what Jerry DePoto does in Seattle with Matt Kemp and just dealing him in like the next month or two. I can see it, too, because... Uh... If they don't, I think Kemp would platoon with Shedler. Yeah, right in the lefty matchup. And Shedler's gotten better against lefties, and I haven't gone to baseball reference to look at his splits or anything, but I remember watching games enough last year to know that he's like improved against lefties, but I'd much rather have a guy like Matt Kemp, who, fuck, one year was 39 homers, 40 stolen bases, he was almost 40-40. So 
I know that was a little while ago, but that's the kind of potential he had at one point. So to platoon a guy like that with Scott Shepler in the left field, I think a lot of people are forgetting that Jesse Winker slash Yasiel Puig are going to play right field or Puig will play center or whatever. Um, but yeah, so it's a pretty crowded outfield. But other than that, you know, my point is that that'd be a good platoon. Emily, jump in. I'm just freaking excited to be able to watch Yasiel Puig at Great American Ballpark, honestly. I've been... And I know the Homer Bailey, I don't have to put up with his bullshit anymore. <laughs> it's gone. Out of my hair. When I first found out about the trade, like, two knee-jerk reactions, I was like, first of all, Homer's gone. Second of all, I get to watch Yasiel Puig. No official, uh, I, ha- I haven't looked at baseball reference, no official stats, but I'm just freaking excited, man. All right, Kev, put your wood away and talk about Alex Wood. Uh, well, the interesting part about this is that Three, you know, the the three named players are um are all on their expiring contract. I mean, obviously we want to see how they all perform, and I think all of us would rather them extend Puig right now because we're all fans of his. But I'd like to for Wood to possibly get an extension by the end of the year. But I mean, this gives them a chance to do whatever they want next year with even more free agents if they're really willing to spend money open to whatever they want to do. Like, they really haven't really given up any of the top prospects yet. We can still make So, Alex Wood, 2017 as an all-star, um, was even got votes for Cy Young. Last year, not as good, but still, I mean, still better than three-fourths of the Reds' rotation. So, you have to think Wood is going to be no worse than your number two starter going into 2019. Wood did some cool things last year in a way. Uh, he switched from throwing a curveball a whole bunch, to, switched up to a slider, and it seems like it took him a little time to get his uh, feet under him when he when he did that. Um, you know, because he's mainly a sinker pitcher, and uh, yeah, he went from uh, throwing a curveball twenty four percent of the time in two thousand seventeen to throwing at thirty point to, to throwing a to not throwing any curveball. And throwing a uh, slider 30.7 percent of the time in 2018. So honestly, for what the Reds are going to have this year, that's probably going to work out better for us because it that that gives him a little bit more time on that sinker. If yeah, anybody's following what I'm saying there, you know, because that sinker is going to play well in Great America. That's, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. yeah, you want that sinker, especially with uh, with the short porch in right field. Um, Emily, your thoughts? No, I totally agree with Branch. Honestly, like just with how low how low the wall is and how the sinker will hit at the ballpark, I think that um, it's, not, it's not a coincidence. Basically, like <laughs> cap with wood, get wood. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I think he, he will play well. In Cincinnati, he's uh, yeah, he may slot in as a number two, but the fact that we've added him in Roark and really um, good value deals, and adding two pretty solid pitchers already, even if if they get an ace, that completely turns around our pitching staff. So let's talk about what the Reds gave up. Homer Bailey, <laughs> fuck that guy. Who the fuck cares? Let's not talk about it. Two the no Dodgers gave him up too. He's Junior gone. Downs. Fuck him. He's gone. 
Jeter Downs was a legit prospect. I'm a little bit bummed about Jeter Downs, honestly. Do you think he had any kind of extra prospect hike because his name was Jeter Downs? Yes. No, he. I think he was just that good. Well, that uh, and we're so short at shortstop in the in the system. But with with uh, uh, Twig and Wood, we're going to get that that compensation pick if okay. we offer them a qualifying offer. Which uh, both Downs and who the hell was the other prospect? Josiah Gray. Josiah, they were both compensation picks to begin with. So, and I mean, it's not like they were up in like Double A, like banging on the door or anything. These guys were in Low A. No, right, they haven't so, really made it up that far yet. They, they haven't made it up that far. So we're going to replace them with two more guys at the end of the year when we offer these comp picks, or the Reds are. So I was fine. I was fine giving them up. No, I was fine um, giving up those two. But they are legit prospects. Josiah Gray can hit 98 with his fastball. Uh, Cheater Downs hit very well last year um, in the Appalachian League. But like Branch said, they are several years away, so this is something you're willing to give up to rid yourself of Homer and potentially catch lightning in the bottle with three guys in their contract year. Yeah. Yeah. I love me some free agent years coming up on it. Yeah, free agent. motivation, the almighty dollar rules. In in our ballpark with with, uh, the two offensive bats, they're going to both play well. You, you have to assume they're going to have really good years moving from L.A. to Cincinnati for 81 games. you got to think Wood's going to pitch the best he can just to try to get a big contract. So, at worst, if things don't go well for the Reds with injuries or whatever, they don't win, they can trade all three of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, and when you think about it, most of the uh, most of the parks in the NL Central are all hitters' parks. St. Louis, yeah. Pittsburgh, uh Milwaukee's probably the biggest park in the Central, but it's not just the 81 games of Great American. It's the other, you know, 30 to 40 in the league where he's hitting in a better park. Yeah, now I'm imagining a lineup that has Votto and Puig in in Chicago with the wind blowing out. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. (laughs) Gives me chills. It's going to be so nice. And, and Puig's going to be so – Puig gives us something to go to the ballpark for. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're going to see him do shit that you just don't see other players do. Well, and imagine Marty Brenneman the first time Puig – Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the biggest complaint for the, for the people who follow the Reds or don't understand how baseball works who are upset about Billy Hamilton being gone – they, they talk about missing excitement. I could see them missing that, but Puig's going to bring that. So, like you said, what do you think is going to be the number one jersey or jersey sold this year? It's going to be Puig. Uh-huh. Puig, easily. I'm buying five Puig, Puig jerseys. I can guarantee you that. I got At least five. <laughs> At least five. <laughs> so, what happens the first time Puig jogs after a uh, fly ball and Tom Brenneman loses it? He has a heart attack, and uh, all of a sudden, think pitch is on the radio all the time. Boy, you just have to wonder, is he ever going to get it? (laughs) And then you got Marty. What about Tom? How is he going to mispronounce Yachiel Puig? Puig! 
He's going to call him Pooig or something. <laughs> yeah. Pooig, Pooig, Pooig. All of a sudden, Yasiel Puig flipping his bat. Doesn't have any respect for the game. <laughs> the first time he licks his bat, I'm going to literally lose my shit. Honestly, there needs to be a Marty cam this year just so we can see Marty's expression. When when Puig does something and Marty loses his shit, that's entertainment for the people right there. Give the people what they want. I also can't wait for the P Doc article on the Paul oh, Docker. Oh God! What have the Reds doing? It's going to be amazing. The other day he wrote an article where he said the Angels hadn't made the playoffs since 1979, regardless of the fact they won the World Series in 2002. But hey, facts are optional. Details. Yeah, details. Yeah, just little minor details like that. I think somebody said they had made the playoffs 15 times since 1979, but hey, fact checkers are hard to come by at the Enquirer, apparently. Yeah, it's not like they won a championship or anything. (laughs) So now let's talk about what this trade means in the grander scheme of things. It has to make the Dodgers the favorites for Bryce Harper, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. That's the only reason they do this. So then get under the luxury tax. Yep. I mean, this is the kind of deal you usually see, like in the NBA, where they're trying to just get rid of future cap space in the NBA, but here is future luxury tax. Oh, the old expiring contract to Kirk Thomas? Right. I mean... This, this is really smart from the Dodgers' point of view because you dump, basically, you're saving $15 million and you're getting two legit prospects. So the, the people panning the Dodgers, this was a good trade for them. Just like it was a good trade for the Reds, you get three guys who are in their contract years. You can, like Branch said, you can, um, you can offer contracts to... Wood and Puig and get comp picks if they don't sign. This is just a smart move overall. Um, but also, if the Dodgers go turn around and sign Bryce Harper, they've cleared out their outfield for him. You could have Verdugo and uh, Taylor and Harper in your outfield. That's an amazing outfield. And, and it's been no secret the Dodgers are where where Harper wants to be. I mean, I was I was listening to MLB Network Radio when this happened, and every you know, on Casey's turn show, it just went straight into. He didn't even talk about the Reds. It was kind of pissed me off a little bit. It was basically this is all just for Harper, and then I had to listen to another thirty five minutes on my way home of him just talking about how this is all for Harper. So it was a little annoying on that front. But honestly, the Reds did good by you know, hey, if we can get something out of the Harper deal, great. And I think we did, did fantastic here. Looks like everything hearing is that they're trying to involve themselves in in other rumor, other uh, trades as well because they figure with with their combination of prospects and major league players, like they could move a guy like Scooter and prospects and somehow get back a, an ace pitcher. Or even when they were talking about that real Muto trade, they were even talking about that being a three way deal. And I, I know they're in on something. They're, I don't they're think the real Muto takes over. I don't think so. Either. I think that I think that them bringing another another catcher over. I think I, actually there's teams that need a catcher that are willing to give up less for Tucker. 
and the Reds have the prospects to actually get what Miami really wants for him. Wait, let's talk about Real Muto. Yeah, go ahead, BR. Oh, thank Christ. Here's my official thought on Real Muto. They're not going to give him up for less than Tucker, Hunter Green, and probably Taylor Trammell. I would do it for Hunter Green and Shed Long. And then Scooter Jeanette, because why not? I don't really want to give up Tucker, and I know it makes sense to give up Tucker, but I would like to use Tucker in maybe the deal with a different team for starting pitching. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's more that that's honestly more of a hot take. We could solve all of our problems by paying Adam Jones a lot of the money for two years in center field and then not worry about trading for anything else. But I would also enjoy if we have to trade, you know, tuck job, RIP, uh, you know, person starting pitching. Fine. I really don't want to give him up for a better offensive, worse defensive form of himself. Unless we're not giving up two tops, four prospects for him. Yeah, I moved away from a laptop. Who, who's Cleveland's catcher? Well, they traded Jan Gomes, so now it's uh, Roberto Perez. Yeah. Okay, so. So you Tucker to the Indians. Tucker Iglesias oh, to the Indians that. is what I'm thinking. It's yeah, just it's just flashing across my head right now. If they still had Andrew Miller, I would agree, but they don't, so fuck that. Emily, thoughts? Oh my gosh, I don't know if I have any thoughts right now, honestly. Skip over me. Okay. I'm just listening. Okay. No thoughts. Um, so, so my such thoughts. a cock. Yes. <laughs> so, some of the national guys are saying that the Dodgers are now going to go after Kluber. Uh, okay. They can't do that because they're going to take on $17 million of his money. They don't care. That's going to put them right back where they were. rings is Kershaw. If they go get Kluber, does that take them out of Hartford? That's the thing. They can only do uh, one or the other. Yeah, the it does. It does. No, and, Magic Johnson. I, I have thoughts. Yes, it does. The money and let them have them. Oh, God. Uh, but they'd have to give up Verdugo to get Kluber or Bauer. Sorry, that was really insensitive. I was just being an asshole. Yeah. This is an AIDS-free podcast, but we're also... AIDS-free <laughs> Who got the AIDS? I missed it. Coop, how can you, how can you assure that? I mean, it's true. Emily's on here. Hello. Oh, shit. Hey, guys. Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding, but get tested. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, I think we can have a pretty sad. We've been in a pretty monogamous relationship for a long time. Yeah, Branch, I think you're age free. I'm pretty sure. Congratulations. Congrats on your lack of sex. I missed the hiv. Kev, Kev doesn't have the hiv because, I mean, he just spread seed. Can't promise that you're incest-free, though, Brad. <laughs> I married a girl from California for that very reason, I swear to God. There you go. Amen. Because <laughs> he was related to everybody else in West Virginia. That's you ain't fine. kidding. Kev, you lived in Western Texas. That's like fucking being Mormon. <laughs> Just because they're back in time 30 years does not mean they're Mormon. All right. Craig James killed five hookers. Let's continue. Yes. True. True. And Tony Stewart killed a guy. People forget Fuck that. Fuck Tony Stewart. You know what uh, I'm saying? <laughs> Fat Tony. So, 
potentially the Reds could still be in on both Real Muto and the the Kluber Bauer duo in Cleveland. Mike Clevenger. Clevenger as well. Strowman. So, who if those deals don't happen, which it would cost a lot, and I can understand them not happening now, who else would uh, would you want the Reds to go after via trade? Let's start with Branch. At this point, honestly, I think Strowman's the best fit. I think we could only get we could probably do the shed long deal. And honestly, we're so loaded at second base throughout the system. Giving up shed for Strowman mm-hmm. would probably work. I would love to say yes. Let's go after Kluber and stuff, but I don't want to give up Tremel, Sinzel, or Santillan. I just don't want to. I just don't want to do it. Or Santillan, yeah, however we pronounce his name. Branch and I had this conversation a few days ago, and we're pretty much on the same page with this whole topic. Like we don't want to give any of these top guys up. No, I don't. Yeah, my I think uh, Strowman is probably our, our best option at this point because. You would have said a guy like Sonny Gray, but if the Yankees aren't moving up from Trammell, I wouldn't even talk back to him. The Strowman seems like the, the right mixture of coming back from an unhealthy season and just at the right value where we don't give up of a top three. That'd be good. That'd be real good. And, and having that addition, a guy like him who could possibly be an ace, setting up with the guys that could be our number two and three, when, when the Reds said we're going to – Get the pitching. That's exactly what they did if they do that. Get the queen. <laughs> BRM, who would you go after? You know, it's funny because there's a lot of guys I would like to go after. But this is kind of a high pick. And this is kind of an out of left field. Nobody's ever talked about it. But I would like to propose a deal that we send Scooter, S-K-E-W-T-E-R, Mr. Dale Earnhardt, lover himself. Build the wall, except it killed him. Well, yeah, Dale's dead. He's Shit. dead for 20 years. <laughs> Dale. Dale's fucking dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to deal him and pop a prospect off, whatever they're looking for, you know, to the Tigers. And I kind of want Michael Fulmer. Damn, that's not a bad idea. So... I, I really like Michael Former, and yeah, he was the rookie of the year and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. But there's no such thing as a pitching prospect. But the Tigers are one of the few organizations in baseball that I think are truly dumb enough to fall for it. So, Eugenio Suarez. Yes. Yeah, Eugenio Suarez is a fantastic fucking example and hashtag relatable. But I would love to give them, like, Scooter, and then, I, you know, you, you look up and down. Vladimir Gutierrez, the guy we've talked about a lot with like, the yeah. Dodgers that we saved on. Send him over there. And if they want cash, you know, Detroit's rebounding, but it's still broke as fuck. Give him cash. You know, Give him I Give him slot money, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. I think Michael Fulmer could be like a number two or three potential guy. So, yeah, he's, he's right-handed, but that's fine. They, they sold – you know, Verlander and Kate Upton's tits, hashtag Callie, to the Astros for virtually nothing, you know, that he was a waiver clearance, you know, August 31st trade. So 
I would test the waters with them a little bit and see how they feel about it and see when they think they're going to compete again because they're still paying Miguel Cabrera a lot of money to do absolutely fucking nothing. So That's that I mean the Tigers have shown willingness to deal. Um I don't I don't know. Um It's just a hot take and I think it'd be I like it. Nothing I don't think it's a good hot take. I think it's good. That's, yeah, for sure. I've never thought of that before, or I've never seen you even say anything about it. That's that I is have, uh, very intriguing. About it because I started a new job three weeks ago, and I've been buried up to my fucking neck in paperwork. But other than again, that, will you take a job as Nick Crawl's new fluffer? Because that guy's a fucking nerd. Look at him. <laughs> hey, don't pick on Nick Crawl. That's not a we're not picking on Nick Crawl. Know how to jerk off. All right. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he jerks off. Does he jerk off, though? I mean, everybody does, right? No, not Nick Crawl. That guy doesn't know how. He's literally fornicated X amount of kids he has, and that's it. How many kids does he have? Who's fornicating where? Nick Crawl. He couldn't spill enough seed to grow crops in the most fertile part of the United States. Hey, wait, we got a uh, late-breaking news here. Right-in pitcher Clayton Blackburn signed a minor league deal with the Reds. Who the hell is Clayton Blackburn? Sounds like a Walmart brand version of Clayton Richard. Well, isn't there a Katie Blackburn that helps run the Bengals? Oh, it's probably one That's of them. Brown's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I, awesome. I have this no is, clue who that is. This is not a Bengals podcast. No. Well, well, it would have been us. But yeah, it throws a punch like one. And triple A ERA last year was four sixty five. He's a year older than you. So you're saying he sucks, Sam, right? Uh he's bullshit. Oh, mm. I'm saying he's seen better days, but he's like really young still, so Yeah, I've seen better days. Yeah. Is he a starter or he he's not even pulling up for me. Is he from? T- he's from Texas. Oh God. I want to say it's a starter. How many innings? Close to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another arm. In, in, in 2013, he was the number 95 prospect. Eh. Oh, he he's like average though. Like his average throughout all of my leagues was three four nine, so it's not terrible, but. Not terrible. Yeah. So they just replaced Tannerani, basically. He um, he started 18 games for Round Rock last year for Texas. Was he traded at some point from the Giants right. to the Rangers? In high school played for Round Rock. <laughs> Round Rock is a hitter's ballpark, by the way. The Round Rock Express, Texas You're Leaguers. Cool. Bull Durham, Crash Davis. Decent control, 25 walks. Yeah, he, he was traded games. in 2017 to Texas. Yeah, that's what I thought. Control is a big thing. If you can keep the walks down, you can succeed at Great American. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck, we all remember the Matt Lato's five solo shots but never pitched out of the stretch game. So. And we remember watching Robert Stevenson walk nine players in like an inning and a half. That's because Robert Stevenson hits his sativa pen and then goes out on the mound and doesn't care. 
<laughs> wow. Oh my god. Bob Steve Love, I see. Yeah. Is that a hot take? That's a hot take. Yeah. Robert Oh my god, how bad do they need to trade him? I, Robert I think Stevenson Robert yeah. Stevenson is a water count Doc Ellis. Well, without the acid, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Watered down. He's just pitching stone. Like uh, like Bill Spaceman Lee. I'm done with him. I mean, uh, it's been years, and they've been like, oh, you need to work in your control. And he's like, well, fuck you. Too busy working on his hair. Throw him on in the scooter trade. Fuck yes. To, to Detroit. <laughs> so who wants to move on to some listener questions? Yeah, please, God. Wait, did Rand right. get one? Ram did submit one. All right. Dibs on answering. Birdcock. Yellow is bullshit. Yeah. Dibs yeah. on answering. Yeah. Ram Yellow first. is bullshit. So the first question comes from Woo the Reds. He asks, is the audio going to work? Fuck off, Woo, you piece <laughs> of shit. BRM called last last podcast from his flip phone, so that's why we had to take it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a radio engineer. Here, everybody, real quick. Audio. One, two, three, four. Clear. Audio. Audio. I would Lucky like to answer his Woo question by saying, hey, Woo, this is BRM. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Woo does have another question. How do you think Homer should spend his $23 million now that he's unemployed? Post out. Go to Gotham. Yeah, hookers and cocaine, totally. Now, dude, he's going to spend it in the next 20 years coaching high school baseball in LaGrange via the last podcast. Okay, he loses that deal then. <laughs> we got another question here from <laughs> at Suck My Dakota. <laughs> what is it, a pipeline? His question is seriously, who the fuck is going to play center? Yasiel Puig and Scott Shepler. <coughs> Yasiel Puig. I, th- I think it's Puig, too. Emily. Yeah, Yasiel Puig, without a doubt. Kev. Puig. All right, let's go move on to the next question. <laughs> That's an awesome handle, by the way. Shout out to Buster Supreme. Shout out at Dakota. Suck my Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the podcast and friend in real life at Chandra Than. Than. Asks a question. Why are you the way that you are? Well... That that would take too long to to, to who's to going first? Through, but I think he's talking about. I'm me. pretty sure that's all about you, Coop, and we need to we need. Coop a long, is the way that he is because Coop is a beautiful human being with a, an eccentric mind and a gorgeous soul. That's why. And what makes me cry? Oh my god, shit! I think you can make me cry over he here. He makes deposits in Epcot. Write that down so you can read it every that's day true. when you feel it bad about yourself. Emily is the way she is because she also has a beautiful mind and a gorgeous soul. Branch is the way he is because of insect. Kev is the way he is because of beautiful mind and gorgeous soul. (laughs) Kev's the way he is because he can't control his seed. Kevin's sperm is so strong 
I'm By the way, everybody, everybody on this podcast is now pregnant. <laughs> oh shit! Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, I my wife's over here going, oh, yeah, she ain't got a uterus anymore. She's good. Fuck, fuck, oh, fuck. fuck. Emily. Yes. You know how I told you to get tested earlier. Yeah. Well, you I might, might want to actually just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Kev, is, Kev is super clean. Kev is super clean. Ask Todd. Ask Todd. Is Kev going to be called in for like, like, you know, backup when, uh, what's the guy that runs the, uh, the grounds crew at Great American? Uh, seems cool. Um, you know, when, when the roof Bernie, ain't going Bernie, deep enough and they need more the fertilizer. The of Bernie Stowe. You have the Stowe. You got Bernie Stowe and then you got another guy, like like something Lord or something. Turf Lord. Stephen. Stephen Lord. Lord. That's, yeah. that, that's it. Stephen Lord might need your seed this year, Kev. I'm here for him. We've got a lot of freaking rain, man. Hey, Coop, let's get to Ram's question. I'm dying, Dave. Oh, Stephen Ortlieb. At Stephen Ortlieb, good dude. In the in, in the inevitable clubhouse brawl of Marty versus Puig, who does each man have in his corner? Puig oh, has everybody. Has Marty has Tom. Marty has Tom and P Doc, and maybe Seg. Deep stands in the middle and jerks off as a cock. Yeah. Uh... Pete Rose standing down there with a 14-year-old. And Marty's going, he should be in the hall! All right. Ram's question is more of a comment. Marty can have his banana phone. The Hunt for Red's October podcast has the cock phone. Sure. Yeah, we do. Uh, Hey, Ram, I just want to say at Ram. You're the best. You're hilarious. <laughs> and we're going to Wilson's on Sunday. <laughs> These fucking cheeseburgers. I've got to have one. You oh, have man. no fucking. Wait. You have no fucking idea until you go to Wilson's. How amazing! Hit that Wilson's shit. At Wilson's. Hit. At Ram. Ram. You fucking asshole. We're going to Wilson's. Here's Wait. Done. What is Wilson's? Here's, here's the best fucking cheeseburger you'll ever have, and it's in Finley, Ohio. I swear to God. Oh wow! Can we give no, a shout that, out? That, that, that's not even a joke. That's not even a joke. It's it Kev. is unfucking believable. Be arms, Kev. What were you saying? We gotta give, give a shout Shut out. Shut up, to, Kev! Uh, it's the best hamburger of all time. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta give a shout out to Ram because he's at work. Yeah, poor guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Shout out Ram. Sucks dick that you have a shit job. We love you, buddy. No. Hey Ram, and an illustrated book about birds. Here's my shout-out to Ram. I was driving home, and the goddamn moon was following me. Oh, that fucking moon. I hear the moon's a real cocksucker. All right. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> Will at Wilbur413. Who's the best player in this trade? I think it's Puig. I think historically it's Puig. I think... Potential is Alex Wood. How do you guys feel about that? I completely agree. If we're going on potential, it's Jeter Downs has got good potential, but I think he, 
Puig and Wood are probably the two best talents going forward. Whether they go forward with the Reds is another thing. I'll be polite real quick, and I apologize, everybody. I've interrupted everyone all night. But to me, Jose Peraza is so young that giving up Jeter Downs does not hurt my feelings. Jose Peraza has improved every year. So for me, to give up Jeter Downs to get what we got in the hopes of signing Alex Wood long-term, I'll take the hope over the 2021-2022 Jeter Downs. And ran. Drew England at me, Drewy says, what's the deal with Rourke and Wood in terms of war? War favors Rourke by a lot, but Wood's ERA significantly better. Well, in 2017, Alex Wood had a war of 3.4. So if he gets back to that level, um, well, in He's the better pitcher, I think. Emily. What? No thoughts? I like Alex Wood a lot. I think what uh, BRM said makes a lot of sense. I like I, I like the idea of Yasiel Puig when it comes to actually producing quality wins long term. I think Alex Wood is our best option. Kev, are you still here? Kev. I'm back. I'm back. Get out of your wife and get back on the podcast. <laughs> LOL. What? I'm driving, bro. <laughs> Can you say that again? Not like you're in a spaceship. <laughs> oh, God. He's got the flip phone now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Dude, just close the phone now. You're done. Shut it off. Well, why don't we go to Branch while Kev gets his uh, thing situated? What was the What was the question? I stepped out to pee. I don't even. I don't even remember. <laughs> you all are hot messes. My wife's sitting right here, and she ain't telling me. Is it what? Who's the most valuable? Um. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, honestly, it's probably, yeah. It, it probably is Alex Wood, and honestly, he might be a, he might be somebody we can lock up long term, um, just depending I, on I, how he pitches next year. And the whole deal between the war between Roark and Wood, dude, Roark got jerked around a ton in Washington last year. I mean, he really got jerked around, and when you look at his numbers, he's he's a good pitcher. I mean, that 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 whole trade is going to come out. I think the Reds are really going to win that. Kevin's one. a good pitcher too. Yeah, but uh, you know, and in the worst case scenario, is the Reds are down by 15 games going into the trade deadline. Roark and Wood both can can be a flip of that candidates to kind of shore up uh, even more pitching talent if we need it. Um, you know, I, I like what the way they went with this on that because uh, because that flip of that thing, everybody's always looking for starting pitching at the deadline. Now, if the Reds are in it, screw it, don't touch anything, give them a qualifying offer, get the get the compensation picks. Don't worry about it. You know? Can anybody even hear me anymore? Yeah. Who's in a car? Me. I heard. Kevin. I heard. Drm is Uber into the titty bar. That's all the questions we have. Let's do some. Uh, let's do some final thoughts on 
on the trade and the hot stove and all that good stuff. Um, BRM, you want to start? What's your parting shot? Are you starting with me because I'm a loquacious guy? Something like that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nice word there, dude. Ooh. Yeah, I appreciate it. We yeah. get it. You're fancy. Over here. He's extra. M, he's extra. He is extra. I apologize for being so extra. Be right back, deleting my account. Uh, <laughs> finally. It's about damn time. Oh, my God. If Emily said it, I should probably do it. <laughs> uh, final word. Trade oh. Scooter Jeanette and his stupid racing ass. To a city that cares about racing, like Detroit. And stop drinking, you know, warm beer. Here's the thing about Dale Earnhardt. A lot of his fans are Trump supporters who wants to build the wall. When the wall is what killed Dale Earnhardt. The irony is not lost on me, Coop. That's what I'm saying. Mostly the irony is not lost on short walls in Cincinnati, where dumbass fans reach over and interfere with outfielders to grab home runs slash long outs. I say we reallocate our funds to build taller walls at the Great American Ballpark. Remember when we talked about it being a hitter's park and Puig like, doing really well? Yeah, but it's only it's only hitter friendly to right center. So like if Puig wants only, to only if Mexico pays cool. for it, BRM. What'd you wait, Branch? What'd you say? Only if Mexico pays for it. If Mexico pays to lower our no to raise the walls, raise Mexico has to pay for it. No, 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 no. We take some of the left field wall and we put it in the right field and we make it all even. <laughs> That'll work. Coop, why did I agree to do this? <laughs> Emily, why would you not agree to hang out with us? Like, you're bored on a Friday night. Thanks, y'all. Right, Emily, Emily, I love you. You're one of my favorite people in the world. Same branch. Same Sarah. Time for your parting uh, thoughts. My two cents here. I'm just excited to see how things unfold next season, honestly. The... This was absolutely a huge deal. I was not with my phone at all when it happened, and Madelaire called me freaking out. <laughs> Don't the news. Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. The truck. Co- truck Matt, you're a fucking himself. cuck. <laughs> the troop cucker. Matt, we love you. Kev, you give us some parting well, thoughts. We've got to give a. I've got to give a shout out to Todd because I know Quig is his favorite player. That's a non-red, so he's got to be able to see and reaches his phone and Twitter and he sees how many mentions he got. He's gonna lose it. Has he yeah. been on Twitter at all since, since everything happened? No. no. <laughs> he's been. He's employed now. Nick and yeah, he's. He's over the moon right now, I'm yeah, sure. As soon as he's yeah, but he still hasn't gotten me my PlayStation 4, little bastard. Well, from what I remember at Amazon, you can't really have your phone out, so I'm sure it's in his locker. He just got his dick out. It doesn't stop him. Amen. Branch. All right. I absolutely adore this trade. It got rid of Homer Bailey, which got, was going to be. Wait. Red or rid? 
red. Got red a Homer Bailey. Red, I'm sorry. Red, red a Hillbilly coming in there. Red a Homer Bailey. At West Virginia Red Legs, it says it in the bio. So, yeah, there's a little Hillbilly there. But, at, but we, at West Virginia Red Legs, Homer Bailey definitely fucked Christian Bale. That's the same person, though. I don't know. Uh, but he's gone, and that needed to happen because there's going to be pressure anytime you got somebody making $25 million a year to actually use them. I mean, if I was the boss, I'd be like, uh, dude, I'm paying a lot for that. Let's use them. Woods, a great, great pickup to this uh, rotation. I love the fact that we can probably put Molly in the minors and actually have some pitching depth because Lord knows with Disco in this rotation he's not exactly showed been the the pitcher of durability let's just put it that way and um a good team needs to be able to pull up a guy that can can fill in the gaps when when there's a what is it an elbow impingement or whatever the hell they call it it, it usually means you know we all think uh you know hey uh, tommy john's coming but sometimes it is just a two-week spring um i absolutely adore our bullpen right now and think we could we could possibly give up some people after this to uh, uh, from our bullpen to maybe possibly get that starting ace that we need. Um, and 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 gosh damn it, having Puig is just awesome. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we're gonna have a guy that licks the bat, hump second base, that pisses everybody we don't like off. It's Cincinnati. Payment value. In Cincinnati. That's what I'm saying, Brad. That's Thank awesome. You. It's I mean, so freaking awesome. cool. The first time he gets a triple and ups third base, <laughs> I'm going to get an erection that will not go away for 10 minutes. Be what so are you, awesome. fucking Kev? And if Kev humped that base, he'd be pregnant. <laughs> and we'd have five Suarez's. Kevin, get out there and hump that base. Yes. I mean, oh, and one other I mean, thing. One other thing I want to put going? away. I, I noticed online tonight on Twitter – there's a lot of other people going, oh, well, wait till Puig and Joey Votto get together. That's not going to mix well. I don't know where in the hell that's coming from. We're talking about Joey Votto, who loves to troll people, which is basically what Puig does with they you know, might as well be your a friend Puig. And the whole deal with uh, you know how he interacts with Suarez, he speaks Spanish. He put up with Brandon Phillips, for God's sakes, who sucks all the oxygen out of a room. Hey, hey. Hey, guys, I just got a text from Todd. He just found out. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, he, he, he's freaking out right now. <laughs> he probably <laughs> jizzed in his Todd fucking news. anglers. Yeah. That's awesome for Todd. So, but, but my basic, and I'm going to end real quick, is Vado's going to love Puig. We're all going to love Puig. And the most beautiful thing is Tom and Marty are going to hate Blake. That is going to be so fantastic and so entertaining. And I am, I was really on the fence about going to opening day. I'm really feeling like I'm going to opening day now. Hey, Branch, we're going Branch, to Branch, you worked on opening day last weekend? What was that? You weren't going to go to opening day last weekend? I've been on the fence about it pretty hard. I've been, I've been, I've been off, been off the fence. With my brother, and we're so excited. Emily's promised me a ticket. I have so promised I'm you a go. ticket. Coop, are you going to be able to drink by then? Yes. 
Are you saying yes to be appeased or yes yes, to say yes? No, because I'll be able to drink again in February. Coop, you and I are going to be drinking so much bourbon on opening day. Well, (laughs) I won't be able to drink as much as I used to. Yeah, well, who cares? You look sexy now, so we're going to drink and look good. (laughs) I swear to God, last weekend when when, uh, me and Jared went into Browning's bar... The first, uh, and actually, Emily paid for the, the drink. He ordered a Buffalo Trace. That thing was four oh, fingers. Yeah. Wait, time out. Who ordered the Buffalo Trace? Emily, Emily. did. She ordered the first round. Emily, my God, marry me right now. It's <laughs> like bourbon of choice. And, and, and dude, he filled up the entire the entire glass. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was like, well, I have and I was right. I have Buffalo Trace and Makers 46 in my apartment right now. Nice. Don't it was four fingers yeah. easy, if not five. It was what a great podcast. Hey, can I can I do my last little bit? No, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. You I didn't get to give oh, sorry. What's up? Kev left. Apparently. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's on the phone with Todd. Kev off. Yeah. He is. It's probably what he's doing. But my reaction to the trade, obviously, I'm very excited about it. Um, Yasiel Puig, not only on the field does he provide excitement, but uh, he he does a lot of work in the community. So I don't. I think that the 14 and 15 year olds haven't been this excited since Pete Rose was in town. <laughs> Boo! Come on, Coop. <laughs> And with that, that was what episode was this? Five, five. of the hundred October. Did I remember what podcast you're on? Emergency Trade Edition. The Emergency Trade Edition. So we're gonna go ahead and sign off here. Probably so definitely better than Red Leg Nations. I haven't listened to it yet. We like Red Leg Nations. I do too. Yeah, we like them. We but Doug is mad about losing. Uh, uh, shout out Reds Minor League. Um, dot com. Doug's mad about losing Jeter Downs. Well, you have to give up something. You do. There's no other way about it. In this case, you gave up a headache in Homer Bailey. You had to attach two legit prospects. And, like we've said, you're getting three contract year players who are playing for that next deal. Mm Mm-hmm. So, for BRM and Kev and Emily and Branch... This is Coop saying we'll be back for the next trade.